Good evening, everyone. You are welcome to today's episode of the book review. Today we'll be reviewing the book What is Faith by Kenneth Hagin. We'll be looking at the it is just it's a small book. It has four chapters. Chapter one, the difference between faith and hope. Chapter two, faith is an act. Chapter three, faith takes the answer now. And chapter four, hope, change to faith, brings result. So let's go right in. We're looking at chapter one, the difference between faith and hope. Now the writer opened that chapter with the scripture Hebrew 11 chapter 11 verse 1 which says faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen he gave different analysis or different biblical translation of that particular scripture one was faith is a warranty deed that what you fondly hope for is at last yours. Another is faith gives substance to our hope. Now faith means we are confident of what we hope for, convinced of what we do not see. And lastly, the one that actually resonates in my spirit is the last one he gave. Faith is laying hold of the own, the own reality of hope and bringing it into the realms of reality. He went further to tell us how faith come about. Say faith grows out of the word of God. Now we see that today, if you ask all, any believer, the believer will tell you, I have faith in God. I have faith in God. From the different translations we have we've read now, you will see that faith, according to the scripture here, is substantial. It's not hope. If you look at all the scriptures he gave now, you see that there's a difference. The scripture actually differentiates between faith and hope. So faith gives substance to our hope. Faith means we are confident of what we hope for. We are convinced of what we do not see. Faith grows out of the word of God. We see that from the scriptural reference, Romans 10, 17. So then, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The writer was very explicit in, his, in differentiating between faith and hope. He said, faith says the same thing the word of God says. Faith confesses the word. 
the word of God. Now, he noted there that when we confess the opposite of God's word, it means we are talking doubt. We are speaking in doubt. We are speaking unbelief. And when we talk unbelief, it doesn't matter if we say, I believe God. We are already undoing God's word. We are already siding, taking side against God's word. That statement was actually an eye-opener to me. Now, you see some persons, they will say, ah, I'm hoping to get well. They are probably sick. You say, I'm hoping to get well. I'm believing God that I will be fine. I'm believing God that I will be fine. Or later you see them, ah, this is my body. This is my body. I'm still feeling pains here. I'm still feeling pains here. They said they are believing God and yet they are still complaining. So the writer made us to understand here that faith says the same thing the word of God says. It confesses God's word. It doesn't confess the opposite of God's word. It doesn't contradict God's word. It doesn't say, I am sick. I am, I am, I'm unwell. I cannot get up. I cannot walk. It doesn't confess the negative, but it confesses what God's word says. He said, faith is not hope. Faith is not hope. He noted that when it comes to receiving anything from God, whether it is healing, whether it is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, whether it is financial breakthrough, whatever it is we are looking for in life, that hope doesn't cut it. Hope doesn't get the jobs done. It's only believing that does that. It's only believing that brings result. So it emphasizes that there is a great difference between faith and hope. Faith, he says, is always now. Faith speaks in the present tense, not in the past tense. But hope is always futuristic. It's always in the future. It's a future tense. It always, it always points to the future. It can say, I will have this thing now. I will have this thing in so, 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 so time. I'm going to have this at a particular time. But faith is now. Faith is present tense. Faith says, I am receiving it now. Faith says, I have it now. So this were the, the difference he gave between faith and hope. So we have to be very clear. We have to have a clear understanding of what faith is if we have to walk in faith. And let's not forget that as believers, Faith is our identity. That's what differentiates us from the unbeliever. So if we don't have an understanding of what faith is and how it operates, then it will be terrible. Because like our brother says, 
Faith is a currency, is a spiritual currency. So for us to be able to have access to what we need from God, we must have faith. That's the reason why we are studying this book. We are going through this book. So he said there is a difference between believing God and just hoping. Just hoping and believing God is a great difference. So Jesus said in Mark 11, 24, where he says that when we pray, when we are praying concerning any particular thing, whether it's for job, whether it's for healing, whether it's for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we must believe that we have received it. So it is only when we believe that it becomes us. It's only when we believe that we have it. Then chapter 2. He said, faith is an act. Yeah, he made us to understand that faith is acting on God's word. We have to act on the word of God to be able to receive that which we are asking for that which we desire. We have to act our faith. Then he made us to understand here that the Holy Spirit does not force anybody to do what he or she doesn't want to do. It's not like the devilish spirit that forces, that compares, that drives somebody to do, to act against their own will. The Holy Spirit only gives us a nudge, it only pushes us gently, gently urges us and prompts us. What we do is to yield, to obey, to obey the, the, the Holy Spirit, to obey the Word, or to obey that which the Holy Spirit is dropping in our spirit. So faith is an act, it's acting on God's Word. When we act on what God has said, then we will receive answers, we will receive results to what we desire from God. Then chapter 3 says, faith takes the answer now. Faith takes the answer now. If you go through this book, you will see, you, you will get to see so many testimonies. The reason why I love this man's book is because there are so many practical, you know, practical testimony, realistic testimony in these books that helps you to, you know, that stir up your faith, that makes you feel there is nothing you cannot do, that makes you feel that you have been missing out, you have not been living up to expectation. His books are always backed up with, you know, with testimonies. So that is the major reason why I actually love his books. That chapter 3, which is titled, Faith Takes the Answer Now. It said there that faith says it is mine. I have it now. Unlike hope, that is a future tense. The person's mind is always like, 
I will get it. I will surely get it. Probably you say, I will get it before so 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 before I get to so, so age. I will get it bef before it gets to a particular point in time in my life. I will get it. Say so that is not faith. Faith always say gets it in the now. Faith always speaks the present. It is mine. I have it now. So he said, as long as you hope, the answer will never materialize. The answer will never come. Hope doesn't bring result. It's only faith that does. He said, the moment we start believing, we will see that, we will see it, it will work. We will see it working like magic. He noted here also, that faith is having. Faith is having. It's taking a step up. He said that all the steps has to be taken for you to be able to receive. So when we take one step, one step of faith, it doesn't stop there. We have to take the complete step. The process has to be completed. And then we will receive our result. He shared with his own personal testimony. That's why I encourage that. If we have a book for review, it's very important that you go through the book. It is only when you go through the book, you will be able to get the total. You will be able to get in totality what the book is all about. If you have read the book, this particular chapter the man shared, the writer shared his own personal testimony. It was from his own experience. He learned the secret, the principles of it. So he said that the believing process has to be completed. And he, he didn't fail to mention that. You will always have the devil contending with your feet. It is not going to be, you know, you just believe it will just it is just like that. The devil will come to contend with your feet. But he said we must not give up. We must hold fast to our confession. We must hold fast to our confession of God's word. He said in even in other cases we completely just completely ignore the devil because he wouldn't want to give up knowing that you are going to get you are getting your victory for sure he wouldn't want to give up so he noted that that in his own you know his own in his own experience the devil was always there trying to contend his faith but he knew the word he was very conversant with the word of god that is one thing we are lacking as believers most of God rely on our most of us rely on our pastors to study the word and come and feed us with the word. And that is why, even when there are so many errors, so many errors in the church today. So the word of God is meant for us to feed on, to equip ourselves in order to be able to deal with Satan when it comes to contend 
our faith. The only way we can overcome is by our testimony. Our testimony, our confession. Jesus has done it all. Our confession will bring us testimony. Chapter 4, which is the concluding chapter. The writer, that chapter says, Hope changed to faith brings result. The writer in this chapter did a comparison between Thomas' faith and Abraham's faith. That scripture is from John. The scriptural reference there is John 20, chapter 20, verse 25 to 29. And Romans chapter 4, verse 17 to 21. Now, Thomas' faith was based on his, his physical senses. He wanted, he said, he will only believe when he sees. When he is able to see, he's able to put his hand in Jesus' side. That is only when he will believe. But Abraham's faith was a faith that was based on God's word. Abraham, according to the scripture there, Romans 4.17, Abraham is the one who called those things which be not as though they were. He hasn't seen it, but he believed that it was so. Why? Because God has said it. God has said it. God is a doer of his word that Abraham was very confident of. So Abraham's faith is the biblical faith. It's the faith we as children of Abraham that is the kind of faith we have in, in, inherited. We have inherited that Abraham's faith. The faith that is based on God's word. The writer gave us four steps to follow. He said one, using Abraham as an example. Using Abraham as a character in the scripture that was mentioned in the hallmark of faith in the scripture. He said, one, Abraham had God's word. He, has, he had God's word. God's word was already given to him. God has given him his word. Two, Abraham believed God's word. He didn't need a physical, uh, uh, you know, evidence to believe God's word. Abraham believed God's word. That's number two. The step three was that Abraham considered not the contradictory circumstances. He didn't consider his age, the fact that he was aged and weak. He didn't consider the fact that Sarah, his wife, was also aged, was already above the, the age of, of, of monopause, if we go by medical science. That wasn't a bother. It wasn't a problem as far as Abraham was concerned. Abraham was seen beyond the physical. He was seen beyond what the, 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 his, his physical body, the condition of his physical body and that of his wife. He saw beyond that. And the fourth step is that he gave praise to God. He didn't see it before giving praise to God. 
he hasn't his wife hasn't con conceived uh, uh, Isaac before he gave praise to God. He was praising God because God he knew that God's word was a sure deal. It was a done deal. It was not it was not negotiable. It was not something he has to you know to begin to 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 work out himself. So faith, any faith that is not based on God's word is a human faith, a natural faith. And we know that everybody believes what they see. Everybody believes what they see. People believe what, what it is what they see that they believe. And it's what they feel that they believe. Some of them will even argue. They will say, ah, what I can see with my eyes. They will argue with you and tell you, this is how it is. This is, they will tell you, common sense says that is how it is. But Abraham was not moved by all this. All he, what he had was God's word and he held on to it. He believed it. He knew God has said it. It is true. It is so. Nothing, no circumstances, nobody can say otherwise. So believing God, as the writer said, believing God means believing his word. You cannot separate God from his word. It is so common in Christendom today that people believe God, but they don't believe God's word. And that is why there is so much suffering in the world today. Like our brother rightly said in his, uh, the, 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 his right up on the platform, that people are saved. There must be evidence of our salvation. We cannot be saved and then we are sick in our body. We cannot be saved and then we are living in lack, in want, in poverty. So there must be an evidence of our, of, our, of, of our salvation. And what produces this evidence is our faith. Faith is what, dis what distinguishes us from the unbeliever. If we are, because the Bible says that without faith it is impossible for us to please God. If we are children of God, if we are children of God, then we cannot separate ourselves from believing God's word. So the writer emphasized it there. That spiritual healing, divine healing, is received from God. In the same way, the new birth is received in the human spirit. So we receive from God in our spirit. And then it begins to manifest out, outside. It begins to manifest in the physical. It is very important that as children of God, we walk by faith, not by sight. That is who we are. That is the only way we can walk with God. It is by faith. The unbeliever, they walk by sight. They walk by what they can feel. They walk by what they can see. But not for us. That is not for us. 
So from this book, we have learned a lot, actually. And God expects us that we are to move our faith to a new level. We are, to, we, are, we are to start acting our faith. I'll be expecting those who have questions, who have contributions, comments, to do that on the platform. Drop whatever question you have should be dropped on the platform. Whatever comments you have should also be dropped on the platform. I hope that this book has blessed you. And it's my prayer that having read this book, our lives will not remain the same. God bless you for taking our time to join us. God bless you for reading the book. God bless you for being a member of the book club. Thank you and stay blessed.